1: about. He
2: says he grew up listening to Wacky 103.5. Today, he got to see firsthand how that radio magic is made, and even got to take his seat behind the microphone, something he says he's wanted to do
3: for years. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G.
0: Sometimes I remember how Dave thought that little boy's name was Malachi, and I'd laugh.
3: Mexico! Mexico! Mexico!
1: Mexico! 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 Oh,
2: thank you, Chuck. And can I ask, how is your podcast going?
1: Uh, I, I don't have a podcast. What? You don't have a podcast? Oh my God, what's wrong with you, Grandma? Actually, save it and tell me about it on my new podcast, What's Wrong With You, Grandma?
4: And now... I'm just trying to figure out why you would do this, why anyone would do this. The reason anyone would do
1: this, if they could, which they can't, would be because they could, which they can't.
4: Our
5: feature presentation. Love Rick and Morty so much. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Tuesday, the 17th of July. You all right, Ellie? What What happened there? She just... (laughs)
2: knocked over my that's that's usually my move right listen
6: our chairs aren't working i'm trying to raise the chair to be where the mic is and then that wasn't happening so i tried to move the mic down here's
5: my uh, advice to you just give up right it's never gonna work
6: okay
2: (laughs) here's what um, uh here's what folks uh, may not know is that uh Rock is uh, shutting down not the radio station the studio where we're in they've sold the building all right, so in a, in a few weeks, or a couple of months maybe, the, the We can't are pin gonna, it down. Yeah, right. They, they won't tell us. Uh, I think they may move in the cover of night. It'll be like, uh, uh, was it the, the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts that moved in the middle of the night and didn't tell anybody when they went to Baltimore? I don't know that. So, um, yeah, so... So, basically, systems are shutting down. I told Chip this morning, it's like being on a spaceship that's engines dying. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. gradually,
5: every hallway is getting darker and darker. Air conditioning is working less and less. And, and all less. of the people who can fix that are already at the other building. Right. So, that they're, they're gone. gone. Right. We are the, uh, we're the
2: last survivors. We're just right. – the Titanic is already underwater, and we are just in a lifeboat just hoping <laughs> one day somebody comes to save us, and we're running out of hope. <laughs> running out of food, running out of fresh water. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> everything's great. <laughs> I mean, that's not too far from the truth. Is is how how reduced the services yeah are here at this building. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're at the point now where if if uh, they run out of coffee, they're not buying new coffee. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If the uh, if the snack machine is empty, oh well. Wait until you get to the new building to get a snack. So it's desperate times,
5: you guys. Yeah, it's absurd. It's absurd.
2: Yeah. All right. Um. Here's the thing. Okay.
5: All right. Um, We thought you would follow that up with a thing.
2: A thing. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this, but I'm uh, curious. I I hung on to this story that happened while we were on vacation. Danielle Lopresti is her name. She is a singer-songwriter, and she and her wife, Alicia Champion, were driving down to San Diego. They live someplace else in California now. They are from San Diego. Driving down to San Diego to perform at an anti-gun violence concert. All right. mm-hmm. So they're, uh, oh, they live in Oakland. Okay. So they're performing this uh, benefit and they're listening to the radio on their way down and they come across uh, New Rock 104.1. In Fresno, by the way, Fresno, what you sipping? <laughs> that's, that's our station. One time, right? long time ago, right? We were, we were on that station for like <laughs> three weeks. We were, wow. yeah. yeah. Uh, worst three weeks that station ever had. <laughs> so they're they're listening to uh, to New Rock one hundred four point one, and they hear the song "Pumped Up Kicks" by Foster the People, right? Which obviously is a hugely popular song. We have played it for years here on Carrick. Everybody knows the Pumped Up Kicks, right? Yep. Well, they weren't feeling it because you guys remember what the song is about, right? Yeah, the lyrics are the opposite of what it sounds like, right? Mm-hmm. Very peppy, but it is written from the perspective of a teenager in high school who is contemplating a mass shooting, and that's what they're, you know, that's what the whole lyrics are about. Is I hope you can, you know, outrun my gun and be faster than my bullet and all that, right? So they no likey, so they call the radio station and complain about it. And they get our old friend DJ Skippy on the line.
5: Oh, DJ Skippy. <laughs> I miss the <it>, Skipster.
2: <laughs> and he said, of course, there's I'm sorry, she said, oh, DJ Skippy's a woman. She said there's nothing she can do about it, but she would forward the call on to the program manager, Jason Squires. By the way, uh, usually when a DJ says they're going to forward a call <laughs> yeah. on to the program manager, that mm-hmm. never happens. That's where but it ends. In this mm-hmm. case, it did. Okay. Well, the ladies, did. Uh, they left their message. They did not expect to hear much from the radio station. They continued driving. But about two hours later... Jason Squires called them on the phone and hmm. said, You know what? I think you're right. We're going to take that song off here.
5: We're not going to play Pumped Up Kicks anymore.
2: That was the first complaint in what,
6: eight years?
5: Uh, unclear. Because Doesn't I was going to say, we've been playing it regularly now mm-hmm. since it came out. Right. Yes. Seems like seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Does that make us bad? Well, that's the question that I have for you. Is
2: I mean, honestly, I think this is an interesting. This is an interesting perspective. Even Foster the People has taken that song out of their set lists if they are performing too close to another mass school shooting. Well, that makes sense. They well, that means j-
6: you're never playing it.
2: <laughs> right. It, good point, Alec. It, it even makes the band uncomfortable. Huh. But I also feel like I need to point out that. It's art, first of all, and yeah. can we make no art from the perspective of bad people or bad things happening? I mean, if this, could you not make a painting about a mass shooting? Could you not do do a play or a movie about a mass shooting? I just, I don't know that one encourages the other,
5: or that one. I is... think that's the common misconception because it might happen sometimes, but the common misconception is if you talk about that, then somebody's going to go, "Oh, I should do that right
2: today," right?
5: Which is ridiculous.
2: Absolutely. I mean. I kind of have mixed feelings about it, but I'm stunned that this radio station, based on this complaint, would take a very popular song off the air. Hmm. Um So that's why I was just curious what you guys uh, thought about it. Like, like, what do you... I mean, should he have done it? Should we do it? What, was what, there a school what,
5: shooting there? No. Okay, then I think not.
2: But they were on their way to a, a rally to end gun violence.
5: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I understand why it seemed... I mean, there there are a lot of songs about a lot of things that can be terrible. Mm -hmm. You don't take off all songs because they don't have positive lyrics. Right. Right? Or because
2: they hit somebody the
5: wrong way one day or something. So I think it's sort of protected under that rule. I like that the band is sensitive to the fact that if they're going to a city where that happened, they don't play it. I like that. But how about the radio station?
2: I mean, wouldn't it be showing the same sensitivity to say, hey, there's a school shooting every week in this country,
5: so we're not going to play it? I mean, it's up to them. I don't have a problem with us playing it, if uh, that's here's what you're asking. Thing.
6: If they were driving to a abortion rally and they hear Brick, are they like, listen, I need Ben Folds 5 off the air? It's, no. And then the
5: program director would go, we're playing Ben Folds 5?
6: Right? I need to <laughs> fire someone. In 2018? Uh, I just say, uh, let's let's calm down with, oh, that program director really did the right thing. It's a eight year old song. If that song was number one right now, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have called them back.
5: I assume not.
6: Yeah. So um come on, people, come on.
5: Calm your tease. Calm your <laughs>
2: Holy... tease. You <laughs> All right, so Allie has ruled
5: then. And I like the ruling. I'm with it, Allie I'm has ruled. Saying. Go, ahead, go ahead and play it and, and please enjoy. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we?
2: I'm giving you gold. Don't make
5: me shovel crap. (laughs) Adam Corolla will join us on today's show. Yeah. Ari Siegel, uh, who is from the L.A. Valiant Overwatch League, eSports. Oh, yeah. I don't understand one word of that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) You understand eSports. Yes, of course. Yes. That was one of the words in the sentence. I was just checking. I I got got that one. I did get that one. Um, We also have Cheers with Beer Mug, talking about LeBron James coming to the Lakers. Oh, that's happening? And the odd um um what is it the odd backlash about him coming
6: It it, it is odd it it's seems really like there's
5: a, a larger amount of people than you would think that thinks it's the worst idea ever
6: laker fans
5: yeah well maybe mm. see i don't know if they're laker fans or kobe fans uh, i don't know where it's coming from but right. aren't you happy if you're any professional sports franchise and you get the best player in that sport you would think I would think so. Yeah,
6: he's that player that you hate, and then he's on your team, and you're like, yes!
5: you hate, but you watch him and go, holy Absolutely. crap! Absolutely, look at that. What Absolutely. he's able to do. Uh, brand new internet roundup on the program today. We are going to tell you about the new Sasha Baron Cohen show on Showtime called Who Is America. We have uh, Animal Stories, and we have your Comic Con passes as well. Coming up this morning, we'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next.
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey,
5: Hey, is uh, is Muse coming in this week?
2: Yes. We're talking to them about another new song. Thursday morning. They refuse to release an album, but like
5: every two months they put out another song. I love it. Mm-hmm. Can't that's wait. What they,
2: that's what they say they want to do. They, they, I think they think the album is dead or something.
5: I went to the, uh, to the movie that they played. What was it last week, right? Last yeah, Thursday. The, the Thursday. Drones movie or whatever? The Drones World Tour. Yeah, that was fantastic.
2: <laughs> well, they're an amazing live they're band. They're an amazing live band, yeah. For sure. All right, Tuesday morning, 5.52. Allie, what's happening?
6: How many times did you see the uh, Muse movie?
5: Uh, Just the one time. Just once. It only was showing once, though. I probably would have stayed more. You
6: absolutely would have. How many times again if people didn't hear yesterday? Ant Man.
5: And the Wasp? Mm -hmm. Uh, Three.
6: Three. Mm -hmm. So far. Right. Right.
5: Correct. I kind of love that. I kind of love it.
6: (laughs) Hey, any of you doing the whole Amazon Prime Day yesterday? Got some pretty good deals.
5: Oh, did you? Did you buy some stuff? Got some pretty good deals. Yeah. What'd you get? Got some headphones. All right. They were normally $299. Got them for $125. Bucks.
6: Oh, my. Boom! I'll say. That, right? <laughs> that,
5: is, that is less, all right? That is less. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got a couple other smaller things, but that was uh, that was pretty cool.
6: And any problems when you tried to get on Amazon no. Prime?
5: No. I'm not sure when that happened, but not when I was on it.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh, widespread outages when Amazon Prime started. According to Down Detector... The outage was restricted to the U.S. and affecting large parts of California and New York. Oh, and then, no. Yeah.
2: This is a colossal disaster.
6: Some smaller outages in the Pacific Northwest. But what happened was a lot of people were getting um, the picture of the dog that comes up. Mm-hmm. And it says dogs of Amazon with text that reads, sorry, something went wrong on our end. Mm-hmm. And I have come to find out that all those dogs in those pictures are dogs of people that work at amazon so it made it even lovelier to me that i couldn't get on and get that sound bar (laughs) that i I was trying to get i I was like look at that bug
2: (laughs) 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 i I don't think it was down well i guess it depends on where you were Mm -hmm. like in seattle home of amazon i think it was only down for a few minutes about seven minutes in Mm -hmm. but uh did you guys hear that and,
5: and correct me if i'm wrong that it's bigger than black friday
6: it's ridiculous. It's, um, it's 30 hours. And last year, uh, they got around $34 million every hour.
5: $34 million an hour.
6: I'm sorry. Yes, for 30 hours. It generates an estimated $1 billion dollars in sales.
2: Wow. That's it is bad. the idea of this to try to get people to sign up for Amazon Prime? Essentially, is that why they do it?
6: Yeah. Okay. It's it's to make you kind of aware that Amazon Prime is there and then you think, oh, look at all these great deals. I'm totally going to get Amazon Prime and then you go on like a week later you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is just the same as before.
2: Hey, I think it would be worth having Amazon Prime just for video. Just for watching stuff yeah, on, that's, on, that's on, on the app or on the site. And, free, and shipping. free shipping. For God's sake. Come on. What are we doing? A commercial
6: for Amazon sounds like it. I mean, I will (laughs) let me know, Amazon. Give a call, 1 800 52. Okay, all right. So, yeah, people were a little bit upset. Um, but I think if they knew going in that those were dogs of people that worked at Amazon, they wouldn't have got so angry, would have taken the sting off. But I got a a sound bar for my TV, yeah, because I have noticed, and I hate to keep bringing up the bird issue that I have, but I have to turn my 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 TV up so loud that it almost sounds like Distorted. the TV is vibrating. Yeah, like yeah. over modulation. So I had been researching soundbars, and then yesterday I was like, oh, hello, soundbar. <laughs> so huge discounts over there at Amazon Prime.
3: Then
5: right to the dog.
6: Right to the dog. But I did eventually get it. So that yeah. was pretty cool. <sighs> you guys, seriously, the VMAs are still a thing. Those
5: still going mean, on. But are they? Uh, They certainly used to have a lot more cachet than they do now.
6: Absolutely. Ooh,
5: cachet. All right. Word of the day, you know. Pretty
6: good. Yeah, they will be airing on MTV on Monday, August 20th, but the nominations were announced yesterday, and it's the year of Cardi B. She leads with 10 nominations, including Video of the Year, Artist of the Year, Song of the Year. Over Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z? Beyonce and Jay-Z, very close with eight nominations. And Childish Gambino and Drake tied with seven each. Wow. But artists of the year, Ariana Grande, Bruno Mars, Camilla Cabello, Cardi B, Drake, and Post Malone.
5: Guys, is Cardi B going to win that?
6: Uh, No. (laughs) Okay. No. She's checking. She probably will, but no, (laughs) people, stop it. I (laughs) just... I can't. I can't. I'm going to come right out and say no. Stop it with the Cardi B. <laughs> Everybody, please. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't
5: ha- mind her, but I, I don't hate her. Uh, but it just seems so really gimmicky that it's going to be really nuts. short-lived. That's my yeah. thought on her.
6: I laughed very hard when she was pregnant, but was denying that she was pregnant and said, "Let me fat in peace." Yeah, that was funny. I laughed very hard at that. But everything since then, to cut it out. I mean,
5: she's got a she's got a thing that she does, but she
6: definitely does.
5: I feel like gimmicky
6: definitely does but uh for our listeners best rock fallout boy champion foo fighters the sky is a neighborhood
5: which i feel has
6: been a while the sky is a neighborhood but i guess maybe not imagine dragons whatever it takes lincoln park one more light panic at the disco say amen saturday night and 30 seconds to mars walk on water
2: all right. Well, Those are good songs. Sure. They
6: are. Do they feel like they've been out, out forever? Way yes. more than a year?
5: Well, years go by fast these days. I also don't do know they, what how, what consider- their criteria is for the last year. Maybe it was from, you know, I don't know, calendar 2017 or maybe like 2015 until now. Maybe that's their year. Because it, does seem, it like, does seem like a long time. <laughs> songs are really or do old. you
6: think they're like, who who has rock songs anymore? Yeah, true. I remember hearing one. Imagine Dragons. Look up a song. <laughs> I don't know. That could just be it. But we'll have much more on the VMAs as we get closer. Really? August twentieth. Cannot wait.
3: Yeah. Hi, this is David Hasselhoff. Uh, listen, um, I wanted to figure out how to get tickets if I get down there
6: mm-hmm. to the VMAs. Or yeah,
3: but where do I? Where, where can I get them? I mean, they're like, well, where is is there? Is there...
6: there... It, well, it's in New York, I believe. This. Yeah, can I come to your
3: radio station tonight mm-hmm. and pick up something? Or can I just sure. go down there?
6: Yeah, you can pick up something here. Come tonight. Yeah. Yeah, and
3: where, um, do you think mm-hmm. there's rooms at the Marriott available? Do you know?
6: oh, Usually are, but around a big event, sometimes do sell out. Very so.
3: difficult, yeah. Major fan mm-hmm. of K-Rock. Oh. I'd love to you know I'll introduce the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They're up oh. for one, too, as well. They are not.
6: Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, feel free. We'd love for you to
3: introduce How them. How far is, mm-hmm. is, is the... the the, uh, the festival from uh, the Marriott Palm Desert, you
6: know? Oh, quite a ways. And it's, it's not a festival. It's just it's the VMAs,
3: video and, musicals. And when uh-huh. does it get the, the, the stuff really get going? In the afternoon? Uh,
6: I mean, people probably show up in the afternoon to see some of the stars go in, but... You know, the,
3: uh-huh. you know, the Hoff loves to rock. Well,
6: then the VMAs are not the place for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And happy birthday to that man, David Hasselhoff. <sighs> Knight Rider, Baywatch.
5: Just. You're saying that as if it's uh, the golden age of TV. Really was. Come on, though. Really was.
3: Okay.
6: Come on, Knight Rider. I mean, all right. The car talked, man. Right? That's bitching. Okay.
3: Don't hassle the horse.
6: Agreed.
3: This is <laughs> mm,
6: not, not a high point. <laughs> Donald Sutherland, Billy Lord, and Luke
2: Bryan, and
6: that's what's happening.
2: It's Kevin and Bean. K U rock, K How about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon
7: or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out
2: what they're up to. I'm sorry we're out of time. Sad news to start the uh, program today. Uh, oh. We're going to dedicate this uh, edition don't. of animal stories. What? Don't, don't what? Don't bum us out with animal right? stories. Well, it's just that uh, if you missed it while we were on uh, on break, uh Zha, the world's ugliest dog, passed away. Oh, all right. Remember we talked <laughs> about her... This is very sad. Heaven. She was the nine-year-old English bulldog who had recently been oh, that proud just one that one that just won like three weeks oh, ago. No.
6: Yeah, she's a
2: bitch. No, no she's Georgia not a bitch had at a all. Really
6: hard life.
2: She did, but she died uh, in her sleep. But in she her, was at, a bitch at right? home. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, yes, yeah. at her home in Minnesota. And I just the only thing I can say is, as, as Allie mentioned, she had a terrible life as a as a breeder, kept in a cage, and then she ended up having this wonderful family that traveled with her. And she got lots of attention and lots of love, so you know it ended up being a pretty good life for Jaja. But let's let's dedicate the report to little Jaja. Is this Bean's death we...
5: corner? I'm no, confused. No, it's
2: not. I just oh. I wasn't bringing it up since she's a famous animal in the news. Sure, reason. of course, very famous. I, <laughs> I do have I do have a happy dog story though. Uh, if you saw this, this is curious to me because I have talked uh, on the air and off the air as well about how you can't fly with certain flat-faced dogs like I have English bulldogs like Jaja, and you can't take them on a plane. There's almost no carrier that will allow you to take them on the plane because they just they have inherent breathing problems. Right. right. Well, somehow JetBlue still allows it. And Michelle and Stephen Bird had their three-year-old French bulldog on a plane recently. Darcy was in a pet carrier under the seat in front of him and started to become distressed. Her owner, Michelle, noticed that her tongue and gums had turned blue, signaling a lack of oxygen. Now, I'm confused by this because if Darcy's not getting enough oxygen, is anybody getting enough oxygen? What are they doing on JetBlue?
6: How dare you, first of all, be Smirch Jet Blue. Isn't
2: isn't it harder for dogs like that to breathe? Yeah. It is. Absolutely. It is. But, I mean, she was in the cabin, which is pressured. So it's just weird to me that she would have this trouble breathing. But here's the happy ending of the story. They alerted the flight attendant who brought over oxygen, an oxygen mask, put it on the dog. She perked right up. She's absolutely fine.
6: So take it back because you know what United would have done? Chucked her out the window.
2: <laughs> I don't they think they would have chucked her no. out the window. I'm pretty sure okay. that's not their policy. United <laughs> would have asked if there was a vet on board to put the dog down. <laughs> uh, so that's very quick thinking, by the way, from a flight attendant to go, hey, we have oxygen masks. Let's help out little Darcy. And she's totally fine. So huh. the family says they will not be flying with their dog in the future unless they get veterinary clearance and find out more about it. But and that's the a,
6: little picture of her. is oh, very
2: sad. Very sad. Precious, but a happy though. ending. Uh, Kevin, here's one for you. Drunken seagulls prompt uptick in animal rescue calls. All right. British authorities say they've received a surge of reports about drunken conduct in the last few weeks, but the perpetrators aren't the usual suspects. They are seagulls. RSPCA officials say they've responded to more than a dozen reports about seagulls that appeared to be drunk. Officers believe the birds have gotten into brewery waste. By, by the way, that's tough to say. That's like <laughs> rural <Earl> Jur. <Gerr. laughs> brewery waste. <laughs> we know one what you more mean. Time. No, one more. <laughs> Sorry, clarify. Brewery waste. Well done. Oh, that was close. <laughs> well done. At first, the birds look like they have botulism, but then after vomiting, most seem to recover. <laughs> Sound familiar, Kevin? It sounds like Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, birds absolutely stink of alcohol when we collect them, so now all of our vans smell like pubs. Are so. they, like, flying into stuff? No, well, I don't know about that. I don't know what the drunken behavior is, but they have asked uh, they have asked companies that produce alcohol to be more careful about their waste to avoid affecting wildlife. Mm. I thought this was an interesting story. You don't get into politics much in animal stories, but did you guys see the press conference last week that Speaker of the House Paul Ryan gave? I did not. Mm-mm. He is not allowed to drive because he has a security detail that takes him everywhere. Okay. He's the Speaker of the House. So he found out recently, as he plans to head into retirement in a couple of months, that has, as he put it, my car has been eaten by animals. It's just dead. He left his car at his mother's house in his hometown in Wisconsin, and he found out recently that a family of woodchucks had moved into the underbody body of his suburban. Sweet. He says uh, he will be getting a new Ford truck upon retirement and uh, get rid of the defunct Suburban. And he has to, uh, has to renew his driver's license as well because he hasn't been allowed to drive all this time. But have you ever heard, I mean, I've, we've all had problems with rats. Had, had rats, to to yeah, a, and raccoons and, raccoons yeah, and raccoons. Yeah. usually Never heard of, maybe it's just a Wisconsin thing, but woodchucks yeah. taking your car down. Which I, I think bet they're hilarious. so cute, though. Just
6: chomping on all the wires.
2: I mean, they might be. As long as you don't own the car and right. you're not counting on well, it. Well, it's Paul Ryan, It'd be hilarious. so I think we can all kind <laughs> of... <Okay. laughs> all right, and <laughs> here is, uh, if I can find it, here it is. Here is uh, one final story. This is the uh, Department of Environmental Conservation got a phone call last Wednesday. One of its officers responded to a call that involved a snake. Now, check this out from the news in New York.
1: The next time you're angry about your alarm clock going off, just remember there's worse ways that you can be woken up. Like, mm-hmm. for example... Having a six-foot-long snake fall on top of you. It happened to this man in the village of Pulaski, Central New York.
2: He's in bed. No, what? no sir. He's in bed, and from the ceiling above him comes a six-foot snake.
6: And he's in a hut in the rainforest somewhere. Uh,
2: is it his apartment in Central New York, okay. Alley?
6: Oh, God. How long would it
2: take you to process what was happening? I don't Uh think I still Uh would. Uh That's
1: craziness. Department of Environmental Conservation officers determined the snake had escaped its enclosure in an apartment upstairs, then made its way, Darlene, through the floor. Mm -hmm. The man was not hurt. The snake returned to its owner.
2: As they said at the beginning of the story, there are worse ways uh, to wake up than just your alarm clock going off. So be grateful, oh, I guess, God. that you didn't start your day like this guy did. And this has been Animal Stories.
7: Animal Stories in the News. Right. Right. Animal Stories to cure your blues. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
2: About 10 days ago or so, maybe even less. Sasha Baron Cohen announced to the world that he had been, in secret, filming a new television show for Showtime that debuted this past Sunday night. Now, Sasha Baron Cohen is the very popular English uh, actor and comedian who was uh, Bruno. He was Ali G. He was Borat. And now he has created a new raft of characters to go undercover
5: and try to embarrass his subjects. Here's, uh, here's what I... A lot of people are offended by this show already. It's only been on one time. Mm-hmm. but A lot of people are already offended. Here's what I love about it, is that he sort of takes their side... And then works away and gets worse and worse and worse. And then they mm-hmm. somehow he brings them along with him in that yeah. bad behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, he was doing a uh, program called Kindergartians, where he was suggesting that you arm children, some of whom are in kindergarten, right? If they're exceptional, mm-hmm. which is clearly absurd. And the amount of U.S. representatives that he got to back that was un- mind blowing to me. Yeah, mind blowing.
2: All right, this is where you and I differ on the program, then, Kevin. All right, because you watch that and you go, "This is clearly absurd." How did he get them to, to stand up for it? And I look at that and go, "That is not at all surprising." Those people would actually, legitimately, on the record, support a program like that. I don't and think vote they would. For a program. Like I don't think of they... they would. Kindergartners arming kindergartners. Yes! No yes! way. Ab- look, part of my problem with this show. And I didn't like it nearly as much as you. Did, no, I loved I don't think. it. Part of the problem with this show is, and I know we've heard from other people that, who try to make comedy in the age of Trump, is that it, how do you parody a real life that is weirder than anything
5: you could fake? Yeah, I can see that. In comedy. Mm-hmm. I can see that.
2: We live in a world. Look, just look at what happened yesterday with the president standing up and, and you know, being in Putin's pocket. I mean, there, there would have been a time five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, that if a, if a president had said the things that the, President Trump said on stage in front of a worldwide audience yesterday, if he had said that at a dinner party, he would have been impeached just for thinking the thoughts about, I believe Russia more than I believe our own U.S. intelligence. So, how do you parody something like that? I mean, he's
5: not doing the
2: president, though.
5: He's talking no, to different but, people under but different guises. but it's but it's the same thing. You've
2: got all sorts of representatives who are who are tweeting white white supremacists and are just doing all sorts of insane stuff. That is exactly the type of stuff that Sacha Baron Cohen would have been able to at one point get them to do surreptitiously. And then shock us or Michael Moore or whoever does that kind of comedy and then shock us with their hypocrisy. But there's no hypocrisy anymore and there's no shame anymore. And these people, including these lawmakers that you saw on the show Sunday night, they're willing to come out and say stuff like that. Knowing they're being recorded. Yeah. At that point, it's not mm-hmm. funny anymore. All right, I didn't bring in highlights of that
5: because that of the make, whole does gun that make, conversation. Sure. Does that no. make
2: sense though? Absolutely. Sure.
5: It's just not funny anymore if they're doing it if they're doing it out in the open. I did find it funny when he was talking to Bernie Sanders, though. Mm-hmm. That cracked me up. Uh, Billy Wayne Ruddock, Jr. is the name of his character, and he actually interviews Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders starts talking about the 1%, the 99%, and then Sasha Baron Cohen just starts going crazy with ridiculously stupid math that doesn't make any sense and doubling down on it. And Bernie Sanders is just trying to understand how even what he's saying with his math.
7: What America is supposed to be about is is the land of opportunity. Okay, but what we have now, we have a situation where the top one tenth of one percent now owns almost as much wealth as the bottom 90 percent.
1: Rather than complain about the 1% or the 0.1%, why not make the rest of America and put them into the 1%? <laughs> okay, now that's insane, clearly.
6: But just move them over, <laughs>
5: but, right? But now you see Bernie Sanders and his mind start to work like he can't be suggesting that you just put them all together into the 1% because that's nonsense. So he can't be suggesting that. Right. And he
7: tries to understand. Well, if you put everybody into the 1%, they wouldn't be the 1%. I mean. Well, no, it still would be. No, it wouldn't be. If I can, the if rest you, of the population, by definition, they're not in the 1% if they're the rest of the population. This is simple math. If you have 1% here, the
1: 1%, you have 99. Now, you're showing them a breakdown on paper that looks pretty... I per- was trying
6: to follow it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you move the 9 in there, you have 19. And then you move the other 9 there. Well, if you believe in equality, why not have 100% of people in the 1%? These aren't my figures. This is the International Institute of Scientific Truth and Knowledge. He pulls out a piece of paper that says that those words on it. What is your proposal, Billy? That you keep the 1%, but you move the 99% into the 1%. The 99%
7: are in the 1%. Billy, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I really don't. <laughs> Come on.
5: He was being very patient with him. He, he was. really was. Um, and then the artist that got out, I just wanted to play a clip of that because... This is a character that he has named Ricky Sherman, and he's an ex-con. He just mm-hmm. got out of prison. And he paints with his poop. That's a- his art.
6: And other fluids. Uh, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: That's his art. So he Anything go- he can make, he'll use. So he goes to a Laguna Beach art gallery, and he talks to the head of the Laguna Beach art gallery. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out what he's talking about. He starts to show her pictures, and then partway through he says, I'm going to go make one for you. Mm-hmm. And she's also trying, like Bernie was, being to be really patient and understanding of what this guy's trying to do.
7: That's that's pretty spot on. I... So
5: he brings it back and he shows it to her and it looks pretty much like her. That's that's pretty spot on. I feel like I'm looking in the mirror, but except for the medium. Except for the medium, which she doesn't like because mm-hmm. it's, it's poop. I've even got a
3: glow in my eye.
5: Yeah, that's some of the... <laughs> okay, so that's a different bodily fluid. This brush here, I'm actually collecting. Now he shows her a brush and listen to what it is. Pubes from different artists. It's a brush made out of pubes
3: mm-hmm.
5: from different artists. I sense you're not liking this bead.
1: Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, let's continue. Oh, wow. But Banksy actually uh, sent some, it's the really dark brown stuff.
3: Are you asking me for a sample?
1: I'll be on it. I'll be completely flat. And the, the, the puppet is okay, that are I'll, on it. I'll
3: give you one, sure. So, Let's try to
6: get a good one here. Uh, see, no. You're not buying that. Absolutely. Well, she's, doing, she was, she's
2: cutting her pubic hair on camera.
6: She was so. I mean, she wasn't
5: showing. She had her back to the camera. She beans. was
6: completely in on it. You this so? one, I was like, come on. Absolutely, she turns her back to the camera, lifts up her dress, and starts yanking out pubes.
2: Come on! I mean, right. if this was—that's
5: were... so, so generous. Wait if... a minute,
2: might be able to get a little
5: better. Let me try here. Right, she wasn't happy with yeah, that. Yeah, let me get a better Six one. Beauty. Here we go. Here's a nice.
4: There really go.
1: appreciate you doing that.
5: Come on. <laughs> I mean, if this were a Christopher
4: Guest
2: movie, you might go, okay, they're trying to make a parody of the pretentious art scene where nothing. is You don't bad. think
5: Sasha Baron Cohen is doing that? No, I the exact he, same thing? If he is, it's being lost
2: on the fact that the whole thing is just fake, you know what I mean? Under the guise of undercover journalism. It just it didn't, didn't not sit with me. I at want
5: all. it to be real. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Okay. And it's Sasha Baron Cohen who is America and that is on when? Saturday? Sunday? Sunday it's night. Sunday night showtime.
7: On Showtime. It's the Kevin and Bean show. K-Rock.
0: <sighs> Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: Hey mugs, how are you? Hi Beaner, Kevin Ally, How's everybody doing today? Great to see you, sir. <laughs>
2: Uh, That was the (laughs) fakest enthusiasm I've ever heard from you. Sorry. Hi, Chip. I forgot. Chip just flipped him off. I can't see her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love uh, every time uh, Bugs comes in with new tape from his bar. Where where is it you've been hanging out these days in the Valley, Bugs? The good old O'Grady's in Granada Hills, California, IA. Look, I'm not a drinking man. But but you I, like these people, don't you? I feel like I want to go hang out with them. You I should. really do. Uh, Come I down mean,
4: one day; that'd be it, great.
2: It's Muggs and his best friends. I'll tell you. <laughs> and uh, and you recently caught up with them on a hot button topic that kind of broke while we were on vacation. Yeah. You got got some opinions on Kobe Bryant, arguably <laughs> mm. arguably yes. the greatest basketball player of all time, coming to the Lakers. No, nope, LeBron. Are you, <laughs> LeBron James. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Kobe's
4: coming back. No, he's no. not. LeBron, LeBron James. James.
2: Coming to arguably the greatest basketball franchise of all time, the Los Angeles Lakers. That's a marriage made in heaven. Who couldn't be happy about that? Let's find out. It's time
3: for Cheers with Mugs. Beer mug, he wants to go where everybody
4: knows his name. Yeah! Asking questions with no shame. What do you, what do you... (laughs) He's already
3: drunk as a skunk, but people are glad he came. Oh! Beer mug wants to go where everyone knows his name. How? how, how,
5: Wow. All right, so you asked people what they thought about LeBron James coming to the L.A. Lakers.
4: Yeah, I wanted to get their vibes on how they were feeling. Hey, Jimmy, what do you think of LeBron James coming to the Lakers? Yeah, LeBron James is, hopefully we build the team around him, and maybe in uh, three years or two years, we'll get a nice parade going on. I'm so excited. I love LeBron James. I think it's going to be fantastic for the Lakers. I love it. You think uh, they're going to get a championship in the first year? Yes. Great question. I think he's a good organizer. I think he's a good team player and organizer. I think he is. It's Labron James, man. LA, you know, we're putting it down. Mm. It's Los Angeles. Now I think he goes to whatever team is gonna get him the most rings or pennants or championships, and that's it. Yeah, he's I think to the he'll Lakers. he can uh, bring a championship to the Lakers the first year he's on the team. Yeah. That's kind of his thing, right? He does championships. That's LeBron. You sign LeBron up and you got a championship. Yeah. Chris, what are your thoughts on LeBron James coming to the Lakers? Uh, At first, I actually didn't really uh, like it. But you know what? It's going to bring some excitement. Basketball back to LA is is a good thing. Do you think he's gonna bring a championship back the first year he's on the team? Absolutely not. They're terrible. I think I the best
5: answer, actually.
2: <laughs> All right. Can I start by asking, because again, we weren't on when this news broke. How do we feel about Labron as a hashtag?
5: No. I uh, don't care. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> but you fine can hate it. You can hate the hashtag. Yeah, I'm fine, okay. fine with it. I'm fine with it. Um, what are the, Kevin, you're a Lakers fan, yeah.
2: lifelong, what are the realistic expectations of Kobe and this, uh, bizarre collection of players? And they Kobe, have sur- you mean LeBron. Again, I do, yes. <laughs> I very much mean LeBron. <laughs> uh, what are your expectations with the, knowing the players that they've uh, surrounded him? With? Oh, you
5: mean the first year? Yes. They're going to be terrible. I mean, LeBron makes it a lot better. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he had a, a decent team in Cleveland and couldn't get any, really anywhere near beating the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So, if he's, But he got all the way to multiple yes. games into the NBA Finals, though. That's a pretty successful season. Right, but you can't do that by yourself anymore. If this mm-hmm. is a league where you can, not, it doesn't matter how good you are, you have to have at least one other star. That's mm-hmm. why Kobe and Shaq worked, because there were two stars. And if you have two stars, maybe you can do it. But then you look at the Warriors and they have three, four stars. So it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has a harder hill to climb yes. being now in the West. Yeah. And having to play the
2: Warriors all the time.
5: Right. But I think the Lakers are going to have to make more moves, obviously, Mm -hmm. to surround him with a better team. What about all these people? And I've, uh, you know, accidentally said Kobe several times
2: because he's on my brain right now. Because a lot of these people who have not been excited about LeBron coming are just hanging on to their love for the Mamba. What's that about? Yeah, he's, I don't, he's not playing anymore. It seems like if
5: you're a Kobe fan, you should be a Lakers fan. I don't understand that. I don't understand. I, look, I loved Kobe too, but he's not playing. Yeah. And the Lakers have been bad. So how can you be upset about the best player in the league? Coming to your team.
6: Do they think that somehow if LeBron comes here and succeeds, it tarnishes
5: maybe Kobe's they're legacy
6: in some way? Maybe they're
5: worried that LeBron might be considered the best Laker of I don't know. I don't That's understand true. because That's cuckoo. Because you have to be a straight Kobe fan and not a Laker fan to think that. Right. If you're a Laker fan, I assume it's all good. Right. Why wouldn't you be happy to get LeBron James? Why wouldn't any team in the NBA be thrilled?
2: Sure. Well, those are the people we're looking for then. We're looking for people who consider themselves Lakers fans, but they are not happy about LeBron James coming to town at 1-800-520-1067. No matter how well LeBron does or doesn't do, uh, that doesn't take away Kobe's five rings, though. I mean, he he already has left his mark on the franchise.
5: Agreed. That's how I look at it. I agree, but it just seems like the Kobe fans really want to make sure that Kobe's remembered as, as the greatest Laker. By the way, having said, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a Laker, there's a lot of people in that line that could actually be Vlade. considered. <laughs> Vlade Debach, who's the worst, <laughs> who I hated. Uh, for my
2: money, by the way, and again, we're taking your calls on this at 1-800-520-1067, and I don't know if this, uh, if this stands up to stats, but in my mind, Kareem is the ultimate Laker.
5: Agreed. And Magic's way up and there. And Magic would so, be number two for me. So I don't, you know, and Kobe's great as well. I mean, I liked all of them. Why wouldn't you like all Lakers that are successful? What about that
4: Jerry West guy? Was he He was good? okay. Right. I hear he was good, too. <laughs> all right.
2: Muggs, what do you think? Your level of excitement of LeBron coming to town?
4: Well, uh, I think, honestly. Are you, were you a Laker fan? <clears throat> I fell out in love. I fell out of love with basketball ever since uh, the Supersonics left Seattle. You know what I mean, Bean? Yes, but why? Why, why? why? why would you, why would you, you even have heard that? about that? <laughs> oh, no, um, I, I think I, it's I think it's a money grab. I really do. I think it's uh, just a just an excuse to raise ticket prices, merch prices, and all of the above.
6: Because they've lost so much money over the last couple of years.
4: <laughs> I mean, have you been to a home game? I last mean, it season? really has not been exciting. Yeah. But
5: Do you think LeBron, for one second, would come here under those circumstances? You, that they didn't make promises to LeBron that he would think that he could win championships here. Makes no sense otherwise.
4: Yeah. I. I well, it, it remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. I, I think. Uh, there's a lot of expectation on them that's for damn sure
6: don't you think that's if some good LeBron's input thank you <laughs> number one thing was to win championships right. you would go to a 76ers or a Celtics or even a rockets I think he has other motives for coming to LA. That's his very possible. family's here. He wants to be in the entertainment business. That's very possible. I think he's winding down his career, and he's like, "Let's just end it out there."
5: But I don't think he would, I don't think he would come here if meeting with Magic Johnson. Magic was like, "Look,
6: we got nothing. We're not going to be any right? good.
5: <laughs> just be the star for a while, so we can recoup some of our money." I don't. I mean, I think they had to promise him a lot of stuff that they have to still come through on right and really make a serious charge for for a cup mm-hmm. I mean for a championship which is finally what the Lakers were all about. It's finally getting back to that. Finally. Right. Yeah.
2: Well I'd love to know what's going on in his head his reasons as well. But if you've got your theories and how you feel about it, you're not excited about the match of LeBron and the Lakers, we want to hear from you. 1-805201067 quick break, we'll talk to you next on K Rock.
7: The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
2: We are talking about LeBron James as a Laker. He's going to be wearing number 23 when he starts later this year, playing for Los Angeles, and not everybody is pleased about it, even some people who are Lakers fans. What's up with that? Let's get to Tony. He's in Corona. been patiently waiting on line three. Good morning, Tony. Morning, guys. Popo's out.
8: Uh, First off, real quick, I've been hating this guy for the past 15 years okay wait a minute hold
5: on hold on hold on let me ask a question is it because you hate him as a player or because he's not a laker and he's against us
8: i guess it's more that he was i mean i just hate him as a player in general his whole you know the going from team to team the it's always just bug me he's rubbed me the wrong way i guess if that's if that's even something i mean sure at the, at the end of the day. Now that he's on my team, how am I supposed to what kind of a sports fan would that make me if I root for somebody that I've been ripping for fifteen years?
5: Well, it would mean that it you're just, putting your team mm-hmm. above your feelings of one player. Yeah, which it would makes
6: actually make you a sports fan.
5: Total sense. You're a Laker Wait, fan, right? I, I am a Laker okay, fan. Okay, so have, if the best player, the player in the league part. if the best player in the league comes to the team and you previously hated him. <sighs> How does that just change your attitude on yeah, him? It
6: sounds like you don't okay. actually don't like know. sports. You just like individual players.
5: I don't
8: know. No, that's wrong. I definitely love sports. How would you feel if Magic went to the Celtics? Do you think that would you be as receiving when Magic was playing? If you were a Celtics fan and he came to your team after he did, what he did as a Laker? No way. Those people would hate him too.
6: Oh hell no! No, would be like,
5: I think you jump on the bandwagon. Absolutely. I really do. What if Larry Bird, for example, during those years, came to the Lakers? I hated Larry uh-huh. Bird. Hated him. Right. Um. That'd be tough. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Let me let me put it in other terms, Kevin. Let's bring it to the present here. All right. You you wake up tomorrow morning and the news is uh, shocks the hockey world that Corey Perry is now a Los uh-huh. Angeles King. Uh-huh. Um.
5: Yeah. How, how do you handle that? I'm a Kings fan, so I root for everyone else. And all of a sudden <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> But wait a minute, but wait you a You still won't like Corey Perry, Perry? But hold on, being Corey Perry is not the uh hockey's answer to LeBron James. No LeBron he's not. James is the man. Right, mm-hmm. but In you want to yeah. root for whoever your team puts on the field Agreed. or on the That's ice, what I'm right? saying. So, so you would root for Corey Perry. I would root for the Lakers. Like, there are, <laughs> there are many Lakers, including Vladimir Debach, who I hated, mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. though I was a Laker fan, because I thought he flopped a lot. Mm-hmm. He, every time somebody would come near him, he turned into a soccer player and just dove to the floor so he could get a call. Mm-hmm. I hated that about him. He right, couldn't now, make free throws. I hated that. Now, but I still of- supported the Lakers. Speaking of diving, Tony, I want you to hang on for this and get
2: your reaction as well as the room from the 6 to 6. I'm a Lakers fan, win or lose. It's just when LeBron starts to cry or tries to fake the fouls, I don't think the Lakers need that style of playing. Kobe never faked it. I guarantee you LeBron will. What do you think about that? I mean, it, at this point it seems to be Anyone who's critical of Kobe's playing style is missing the bigger picture. Whatever negatives you're going to get with Kobe, you're going to get 99% positive out of I mean, count.
5: honestly, I feel like Kobe was upset with the refs a lot as well. I think players who are the best in the league get fouled more than anyone. They they do because how can you stop Kobe other than fouling him? Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. foul him more than most, and he complained a lot about that. And yet I was still a Kobe fan. Same thing with LeBron. I feel like he gets probably fouled every play. He's going to complain some, but I feel like Tony's going to come around. Tony, (laughs) what if? Go ahead, guys. uh, What if? uh, What if the Lakers win championship in uh, year three? Let's say three years from now. Oh my gosh! You'll have some time to get used to him.
8: I'm, I'm definitely uh, on your side when it comes to I'm a Laker fan. that's how you know die hard I am okay this, you want him to I'm win I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to root for this guy but I can. is it legal for me to still hate him even though he's on my team
6: it is illegal
8: I mean I don't
5: know if it's legal <laughs> or not but, what, but I would you know, think that you'll come ar- I would think that you'll come around because when he starts doing good things and it benefits the Lakers I feel like that'll be a pretty easy transition for you You guys should call Flea and ask (laughs) him. That's a good point. Yeah, that's
2: a good point. We should call Flea. Hey, you call us uh, a few weeks into the season and tell us how you're feeling, okay? I definitely
8: will, man. And like I said, I I could be the Lakers LeBron update guy if you want. All right.
2: Sounds good, Tony. Thank you. Hey, let's do one more, real quick. I know we're out of time, but Ashley Tusted has a real quick point on line four, please.
5: All right. Hey, Ashley.
1: Hey, I am just not happy about this at all. I'm a lifelong Laker fan. Okay. Born a Laker fan and I'm just so disappointed because, that it's is in L.A. Because, because he doesn't care about the Lakers. He's only here to maybe win a ring and just retire and go off into the sunset. I think okay, but if he wins, wins a us.
2: ring, don't you win a ring as a Lakers fan? Don't you get to see the team you love win a
5: championship, and that makes you happy?
1: It does, but it just feels like it's not sincere. I feel like it's like when... It's been since 2003. I don't Ramon. care if
5: it's sincere. Oh, yeah, Carl Malone joining was BS, but...
1: Yes. that's what it feels but like. hold on it feels it's like- not, it not
5: Carl Malone year. though because Carl Malone wasn't at the very peak of his powers and wasn't the best player in the NBA when he came to the Lakers so that was his his chance to try and cash in and get a championship but this is a guy maybe. who would come in help win a championship
1: maybe possibly we'll okay see. I I don't. I don't believe All right. We want okay. you.
5: Now, everybody's getting homework today,
2: Ashley. We want you to call us from the championship parade whenever it happens, okay? And tell us, <laughs> and tell us how you're feeling. All right. <laughs> thank you.
7: Thanks for the call. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. How
2: are you, King? Oh, uh, Good, man. Especially after that last, that last call in topic. Woo. Yeah, hey. you're an idiot. Okay, you let's wait, talk about no, something no, else. Like you're fans, man. Woo. You would love it if LeBron came to the Clippers, Oh, right? my God, I wished it. Don't be Okay, ridiculous. all right. Uh, Dave is here because we have an amazing assortment of videos. Ugh. We've been off for a while, so there's so much great stuff. There are 300
5: that... videos on this. <laughs> it's, a big, uh, <laughs>
2: it's a big roundup. Yeah, you go to Rock.com or kev dot right now if you want to play the home game. Let's get into it, shall we? Wake up! Wake up! And watch the Internet roundup! Yeah! I mean, you can skip some of it. You don't need the Indian guy who cut off his fingernails that he's been growing since he was six. You don't need that uh, video, but it's weird, I'll tell you that. That is weird. Um, There's some that I really love, and uh, Dave, has Muggs done the In My Feelings Challenge yet? No, and I hope he doesn't. Oh, it's the worst. Why? Why do you hate it so much? There's, it's just a funny dance. There's people who do it well, like the girl who was dancing outside her car, which was mm-hmm. pretty funny. Right. And then that's it. That's all you need. That that one person. And then now it's a, it needs to be But Muggs does,
5: does what
4: everyone else does good. <laughs> Muggs does it poorly.
5: That's yeah, his job. I, I'm
4: sorry. But now we're getting emails from our bosses with, hey, look at the finance people. Now we're doing it. I
5: was like,
2: oh, oh no. I didn't got, get that email. Oh, my God. I got to show it to you. <laughs> oh, boy. I didn't know it had gotten to white people yet. I'm sorry. Well, the end. The, it's a, 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 a guy named... Shiggy, he's a comedian, YouTube guy. He he's the guy who kind of started it, right? He's the one yes, who made he it famous. Put a and dance he, up to that yeah, song. Yeah, did a funny dance to the Drake song. Here's a little bit of the song. First of all, if you don't know
7: it,
2: and it's another great uh, Drake song from his uh, Scorpion album. And Will Smith has made a video. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is: is there anybody who's starting to get a little bit of a feeling from Will Smith that he is like 55 years old? And has people now that are saying, Will, you got to start doing some some viral videos. No, I didn't get that idea no, at all. I, I, I just thought he's, all.
5: I thought he's getting bored.
2: Yeah, Will is having fun with social media right now, and is I'm he? enjoying it. I think I so. really I, like his I channel. Loved, I loved it. it yeah. Is there no age at which it's too old to be doing the Shiggy? That's no, he's my Will question Smith. Is. But did no. you see what he did? Oh, yeah. He climbed onto the top of a bridge over the Danube River <laughs> in Budapest. <laughs> And did it up there. I mean, it was pretty crazy looking, but I just feel like he was willing to risk his life for a dumb video. Yeah, it was great. Weird. It was scary. Ali, your thoughts?
6: I love Will Smith, and okay. the fact that you think he's 55 disturbs me. The man isn't even 50 yet. Let him live.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, well, check out the hold video. Hold
6: up. Hold up. <laughs> no, no. Chip do, just, not, do not Chip acknowledge just it. held no. up a sign that said, you go,
3: get Shiggy with it, and that is excellent, help. Chip, and I'm
4: high-fiving you. <laughs> no. Yes. Stop it. Yes. Stop. Turn off get the mic. Shiggy with it. <laughs> That's
3: amazing.
2: You. you guys night. are
5: way too happy about that.
2: There is a new NBC television show. Coming up, that I will not watch. Although I love desperately both of the stars, Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman have. Well, sounds a show. like a good decision, though. <laughs> I <We laughs> love both of them to not watch it. They have a show about crafts making crafts. I cannot right? wait. But don't you really? think it'll be funny because it of will them? Be amazing. I wouldn't no. watch a show
5: about crafts, but you look at them and you go, "That's going to be
2: great. Going to be the best." I can't wait for your review.
5: Oh, is, it a, I will. is it a
2: scripted <laughs> comedy, Allie, or is it a reality show where they're just they're given a a, a job and they have to kind of make something on it's, their own?
6: It's a competition series. It's yeah, like see, I don't It's care like a that. Food Network type of thing <laughs> with cakes, but not for with me. crafts. But oh, they'll but be funny. These two. these two, right? Two are the key. funniest human beings on the face of the earth?
2: So here's Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman, who obviously were uh, amazing together in Parks and Recreation, and they're doing a pun off as they promote their new craft
7: show. I'm getting sick of your scrap
0: book no way crochet
7: don't be spoolish
0: you're being a real tassel hole
4: why don't you relax and untwine
0: life's a stitch and then you die
4: i just want a needle point out to you <laughs> this
3: conversation makes me want to lay down and diy <laughs> how do you like these scissors all up in your face <laughs> decoupage
0: started strong <laughs> all right
2: maybe i'm in a little bit oh i love
7: them come so on much. B, just
5: because of who it is i think you'll <laughs> watch maybe i'm in a little bit
2: all right i'm gonna be honest this is my favorite video on the roundup this week i love it so much there has been first of all stop it white people first of all there has with been what a, a,
5: anything in particular <laughs> yes okay
2: this summer Every day, there's another dumb white person calling the police because a black person is doing something that he doesn't oh, like.
3: no. If
2: a black person is in the pool or mm-hmm. having a barbecue or delivering a newspaper or going door-to-door canvassing as a politician, white people are calling 911 and saying there's a black guy in my neighborhood. Wait, 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 wait. That guy was wearing socks in his pool, though. Come on. Like... There were lots of other people wearing lots of other clothes in that pool. He was the only one who was asked to leave. (laughs) I'm
5: with you. Stop it, (laughs) white people.
2: Allie, I know you've been frustrated by this as well. It's insanity. It is crazy what's going on. Well, now there is a product that will help white people just like that with it.
7: Hi, fellow white people. Are you having a sad because that family's enjoying a picnic in the park while being black? Did that customer in front of you just speak a language that makes you irrationally angry? Well, this is a great time to try. Mind your own business. With Mind Your Own Business, you'll be able to grow the up and act like a decent human being. Our patented technology allows you to pull your head out of your ass and see the world beyond the brim of your MAGA hat.
0: Hi, honey. I saw some black people at the Starbucks today. Did you mind your own business? I sure did.
7: (laughs) Stop bothering those nice people today. With Mind Your Own... Business.
0: Side effects may include not harassing people, no one getting arrested or murdered by police, a general sense of well-being for people of color, a lack of internet fame and or trolling and coexistence. Please consult your doctor if you are still a piece of... After minding your own business, as the symptoms may be a result of a deeper problem and require further treatment.
7: Now available at Anthropology and Whole Foods.
2: A <laughs> certain number of white people in this country need to be forced to watch that video. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and finally,
2: so bad, Jimmy cabin. Kimmel is the best late night host there is. Uh, he had a video not long ago where he asked people on the street out in front of a studio in Hollywood to name a
5: book. Any book. Name one book. And it was shocking, including the Bible, that people couldn't come up with a single book. (laughs) Well, this time
2: they're asking people as they look at a map of the world to name any country. Name one country on this map and point to it. Let's see how that goes. Can you
5: name any country on this map?
1: Yeah.
5: Africa? That's a continent. Oh,
1: God. (laughs) Can you name any countries in Africa? God no, who knows stuff like that. Greenland or Iceland or something?
6: That's Alaska. Um <laughs> Where's America? I would say this big one, but I'm probably wrong. You're wrong. Okay. Honduras is here here. No, here. here.
0: Here. Somewhere here. Ooh, can you name any country in Europe?
6: Is this one Europe?
0: No. This one? No. Um, <laughs> can you name a single country in Africa? Was this Africa? No, again, not South America. <laughs> no idea. Can you name a country in South America?
6: Okay, this is South America. Yes, can you name a country in it? No, I can't. Did you go to high school? Yes. Did you go to college? Yeah, that's a sad part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we have the country we deserve, you guys. Oh, Krock.com or Kevin and Bean.com. It's a brand new Kevin To Bean Internet Roundup.
7: Yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Here's Allie.
6: Well, today, of course, as everyone knows, because you have it circled in your calendar, iCal probably alerted you this morning when you woke up. What? It is World Emoji Day, people. What? The and kids what is, love it. And what does
5: that mean to me?
6: Nothing, really. Okay, cool. um, but Apple did preview some of its 70 new emojis just yesterday. Just getting a jump, okay. really, on World Emoji Day. Here's the thing. These new emojis don't come out until later this year in well, iOS is, update. Which is
2: cruel, by the it, way. Well, yeah. why,
6: is it, why is it Emoji Day, then? Isn't the day it comes out Emoji Day? No. Okay, that's ridiculous. It's just not. Okay. It is not. However, some new emojis that apparently Bean says are essential and can't believe they're not out already. Let me
5: ask you a question. hmm Have you ever seen Bean use an emoji? Because I don't think I have.
6: Yes. You have? Yeah, okay. He, he texts emojis. He Yes,
5: for okay. sure. All right. Absolutely. I'm an emoji fan. I mean, who is it?
6: He's an emojiologist.
5: I mean, <laughs> I don't really care that much about emojis but I don't hate.
6: All right. Well, here's the thing. There's new hairstyles there are new curly hair, red hair, gray hair, and no hair options.
2: Finally. Right? Right? Mugs, you listen.
6: However, this is this might be really upsetting to some redheads out there. Okay. There is no redhead bride, which is just rude, and no redhead runner. So if you're a redhead thinking finally my time is here, you apparently don't do things like run or get married.
2: Well, well, nobody so wants to marry a ginger, for starters, that okay? That is hurtful. But, S- but secondarily, they don't, you can't cover everything. She's like, <laughs> no, but isn't it, sh- look, <laughs> I know redheads are only like, what, 10 or 12% or whatever it is, but isn't it shocking that it took this long yeah. for them to get a redheaded emoji? It's kind
5: of insane. Sure. Right?
2: How about a lobster, though?
5: All right. Here, here's the How thing. How excited can you be about
6: a lobster
2: to emoji? To be honest,
6: I wish there was a lobster emoji when Thank I was just you. in Maine because I ate my body weight in lobster. Okay. And I <laughs> wanted to text that. And then you can't text a crab. People would be like, but I thought you were eating lobster. <laughs> None of this is adding up, Allie. <laughs> You're right. I felt like a are liar. Are you really in Maine? Is this right? really Allie? <laughs> exactly my point. So here, here are the new different animals. There's a parrot.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: There's a kangaroo. Finally. There's a lobster. Right. And there's a peacock.
2: As there should be.
6: Okay. (laughs) How about different faces? There's finally a face that lets you know, hey, I'm really cold right now. It's a blue face with a little bit of what looks like frozen saliva coming off. That's not frozen
2: saliva.
3: Oh, (laughs) no!
2: That is is the one that I most was stunned they didn't have on the original emoji panel. That one? The freezing cold one, when you think about okay. how often people can use that, not only just in parts of the country where they get massive blizzards, but just, you know, people sitting in super cold air conditioning or something like that. Sometimes right. you need to express that. Now we have an emoji. There's no way to do that in words. That's right.
6: Exactly.
2: <laughs> I, I, agree. I don't know
6: what they mean by I'm so freezing, it feels like I'm blue and there's <laughs> frozen stuff on there.
5: <laughs> how about that new cupcake emoji? Is that beautiful a or what?
6: Cupcake emoji and emoji cake emoji He just
5: said is that beautiful or what? He
6: did and okay. it, to be honest it is beautiful. It is, it's got yes. white frosting and rainbow sprinkles. That's frosting. not frosting. <laughs> 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 I hate all of you so much.
2: <laughs>
6: there is a mango? Okay. Mango say no. Do you remember that from SNL?
5: <laughs> sure. All right.
6: There's also a bunch of lettuce. I mean, we have not had oh, lettuce. And like, this is like romaine, oh, though, my God, for this so, is so long. Good. I'm like, oh, I'd love to post lettuce, but it's not an iceberg. It's more romaine. <sighs> so, Bean, you're excited.
2: I'm very excited. And we've only seen, what, 20 or so. And there's 50 more we haven't even seen yet. So, this is just the beginning. All
5: right. Your level of excitement over these. Well, we need it. One to 10. We needed one oh, to ten.
2: Oh, I'm not a ridiculous. Uh, nine,
5: because I'm-, <laughs> I'm a one.
6: Yeah. Okay. I mean, the lobster pushed me up to a three.
5: Okay. Super okay. excited.
6: Plus, when my face turns blue and I've got, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll finally be able to text that. Right. Some birthdays for you: Donald Sutherland, Billy Lord, Luke Bryan, and. Uh, Frankly, one of the greatest men ever. Take it easy. David Hasselhoff. No?
3: This
7: is a mess. It is.
6: That's what's happening.
7: Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
9: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's
4: over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for
9: $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I would consider it a battle rap. Yeah. Night. Oh, okay. All right. On the line, a pair of one-day passes to San Diego Comic-Con at the San Diego Convention Center happening this weekend. The Kevin Bean Show broadcasting live from the House of Blues San Diego Thursday and Friday, by the way. Comic-Con.org. I can't wait to hear Omar's big intro for this.
7: This is Comic-Con Raps. That's where it's
1: at. Come on, come on. Just don't be whack. Make sure your flow is nice and tight. Get out your mom's basement. Nerd, for one night. So spit
7: To the mic, let's have some fun! Yo, Comic Con Raps!
3: All okay. right.
2: I mean, I, I, I
7: think c- he would lose. I
2: <laughs> I could use fewer gunshots too. Um, if we hear
5: somebody better than you, you're gone. Well, right? here's what happens: most of the time, we put eight people on hold, and then it's sort of like I don't remember Victor Ruben, who was I can't remember. So we do a drawing. Right. Uh-huh. This particular time, as soon as you get beat, you get hung up on. Okay. So just know like that going
2: in. All right. All right. Let's try it. Uh, let's just start with line one and uh, work from there. We'll get Tonio on from Ontario. He'll get us started now. Tony is going to be in it until somebody is better than him.
5: All right, Tony. All right. Yo, 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 what's up? Talking about, uh, talking about um, Comic-Con. You got a rap for us? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right. Hit me up with tickets to Comic-Con. I want to go so bad it blows my mind. Every year I try,
8: it ends up a fail. DC Universe is waving its sales. Kevin and Bean, don't be so mean. Walmart has a grip of superhero shirts to be seen.
1: Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right, Yo Comic Con raps.
2: I'm going to deduct some points at the end for the Yo boy, but I did appreciate that you rhymed Comic Con with Mind. That was a good <laughs> rhyme. All right, but so far you're the best one we've heard, Tony. So please hang
3: on.
5: All right, now if Victor uh, is better. Then we're going to hang up on Tony. Victor, hi. I- I'm sorry to say it's a very painful way to go. Hi, Victor. Yeah. Hello. All right, you got a rap for us for Comic Con? Oh uh, yeah. All right, let's hear it.
8: Gonna win those tickets to Comic-Con. Better call me John John's from the planet Mars. Spitting these bars. Doing a hard like a Speed Force. Let me run my course. Call me Drax. Feel the to kill. Want to go to Comic-Con? Just with the throw. Call me Batman, because that's my choice. Theme park Batman. Deep in my voice. That's it for me, but make sure to call Cap. Because I'm going to beat his ass with the infinity cap.
2: I mean, I, I say I mean, we say goodbye yeah. to Tony, right? Later, Tony. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. All right. <laughs> so, Victor is our
3: reigning
5: champion. Who's up next? All right. Up next is uh, Ruben and Puente. Hi, Ruben. Hi, good morning, guys. Is your rap better than Victor's? That's the question. Uh well we'll find out right now. Alright, let's hear it. All right.
8: Give me a ticket to comic the con. I hope I win because I've never done collecting comics and natural figures. There ain't no other con that's any bigger. Waking up every morning listening to Kevin and Bean. If I don't win, that's just plain me.
2: Alright, I appreciate the effort. And
1: Yo Comic Con raps!
2: And I enjoyed the music of nineteen eighty-two as well. But I think it's still Victor for me. Still Victor, right?
0: Okay. I think so. All
5: right. So so is in the lead. Let's go to Mario in Los Angeles. Hi, Mario. Hi, how you guys doing? We're good. We're just asking if you can knock Victor off. Let's go- see. All right, let's see. Here we go. I mean, you don't want to lose to a guy from Fontana.
2: Let's be honest. So
5: really bring it. Look
8: at me, look at me, trying to win some Comic-Con tickets today, and I wrapped it clearly, and I'm true Jedi, if I know the Force is with me. I quote you some Marvel comics. I've been reading, so I've been hooked on fonts. Come on, Kevin and Bean, hook it up.
5: of us fans we're down on a look. Oh I liked it. Guys, I liked it.
6: I didn't hate it.
5: Did you like it better than Victor? No. I don't think so. No.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
5: still so far so far Victor's
2: on top of the mountain.
5: Uh, that right. was a that was a great effort though, sir. Thank you. Let's go to Will in Long Beach. Hi, Will. Hey, good morning, guys. Party people. Good morning. Uh do you have a better rap than Victor? Well, I think
7: so.
1: Better All than right. Omar, definitely. Right. <laughs> yeah, well everyone's better than <laughs> that, Omar. I mean, that's a low bar. All right, let's hear it. All right. I'm coming at you with mad verses about Comic-Con. Don't get nervous. While I'll be rapping, Kevin and Bean will be clapping. I'll be wondering what is happening. Listeners will be rooting for me, so don't try to blast on me, or I'll freeze you like Dub Zero. You'll go home from hero to zero. I'm the number one comic fan. You don't even know, man. Comic-Con, Comic-Con, I'm about to preach that I'll be partying with Mario and Peach. About the superhero jam, you won't even understand. San Diego, here I am. Thanks, KROQ. I'll be cheering my beer to you. I mean, again, I liked it. I liked it as I well. I liked
2: it. Hey, um... <laughs> I, I, I'm seeing on the paperwork here that it says we have two winners. Does that is that news to you guys? Yes, you, because we were told just one winner. We were told one. Now, yeah. does that does that is that true, Dave? No, let's give away one.
5: Let's just stick with the original. Stick plan. With one. Okay, all right. Yeah. Give away one for now. So, all right, right, okay, go. what do so, we do with Will? So, Will uh, was better or not better?
2: No. Will will enjoy seeing Victor on
5: Instagram <laughs> okay. from Comic Con this weekend. Okay. I think. All right,
2: all right. I think we got time for a couple more. How about mm-hmm. Seth
5: up next? Seth and Chino. Hi there.
8: Hey, Kevin and Bean, what's up?
5: Talking about uh, rapping about Comic-Con. What do you got for us?
8: Okay, let me tell you a story all about how. My brother asked me to be his best man to my life upside down. He gave me these socks. They had the Robin logo. Damn, I wore these socks under my shoes. I really want to go to the House of Blues. Meet Kevin and Bean. I'll be so serene. I'll be so grateful. I'll be repping. I won't be forgetting that K-Rock got me there while I visit Ant-Man and Watts, and I have all this flair. Hey, Kevin and Bean.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this so much We well, have so many good contestants He's no victor No And I'm sorry because No Comic Con, Seth, I like you very much And I very much
5: appreciated your effort Alright, one more? Yeah, let's do one more It's Jacob and El Monte Hi, Jacob Hello Hello Alright, you ready mm-hmm. to wrap for Comic Con? Yeah, Yeah, I'm ready Let's hear it Alright Superman,
8: Aquaman, Batman, Flash. I'll be taking everybody else's ass. Winning tickets to the Connors, what I do from Ali and Kevin and Dean Radio Crew. The hype is real. When I break this deal. I'll skip Line, talk to them automobile. These tickets are still too. I'm kind of well, I'm kind of snapped, and now I'm still.
4: I'm pregnant. Right?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Victor. We have a winner, and his name (laughs) is Jacob. Ladies and gentlemen, guess who's going to San Diego Comic Con (laughs) (laughs) at the Convention Center
2: this weekend? Well done, you guys.
0: (laughs) Thanks to all the
2: contestants for playing Yo! Comic-Con Raps.
1: Yo! Comic-Con Raps!
7: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Harry Siegel,
2: president and COO of the L.A. Valiant, you're telling me that some player out there who loves Overwatch is going to walk away at the end of this tournament with a million dollars.
9: Is it a player or a team? A team. A okay. team will walk away with over a million dollars. But then you got to split it with all those people. Who needs that? <laughs> <laughs> That's true, although I would say when you talk about being on ESPN, Mm -hmm. the exposure Mm -hmm. that you get out of that creates all sorts of opportunities for a player or team or league to monetize for months and years into the future. Let's back up just
5: a second and tell us what you do and what we're talking about, what the tournament is.
9: So, as you guys said, I'm the president and COO of the LA Valiant, which is the Pacific Division champion of Overwatch League. Lot to And LeBron
5: James just came to your team, right? Nope, (laughs) that's the Lakers.
2: I'm sorry,
9: I got the teams confused, okay? Hey, look, if, if LeBron is looking for a roster to join an Overwatch League, I'm sure we can create a spot for him. <laughs> no, it, it, just, LeBron, if you're out there. Just get a, you a message? Yeah, just get me a message. Okay. We'll, find, we'll find a spot for you. But um, L.A. Valiant is a team that's owned by Immortals, which is an L.A.-based company that participates in seven esports. Okay. So a little bit confusing, I know, but Overwatch is one game. Our L.A. Valiant, is our, it's your L.A.'s esports team in Overwatch League. So just like there's the L.A. Valiant, there's a team in New York. There's a team in Boston. There's a team in Philadelphia. There's a team in London. Just
5: tell me where are ahead of the team in Boston. That's all I need to
9: know. <laughs> Are you a Boston guy? No, I hate Boston. Oh, okay, good. And good. craft good. Owns it. <laughs> 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 so, so, so now you have someone to root against, Kevin. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, that's actually one of the strategic underpinnings of Overwatch League, is when you have teams that are geolocated, and this is the first time that's ever happened in esports, you don't need much to be able to tell stories that are really compelling and relatable. For example, if I say to you, our team, the L.A. team, is playing the New York team or the Houston team, what's a bigger game? Obviously, um, well, you,
6: Excelsior.
9: Right. New York. If I say the L.A. team is playing, the Dallas team or the San Francisco team, what's a bigger game? San Francisco. San oh, sure. Francisco, sure. The regional rivalries sure. create storytelling, and that's never existed before in eSports. So Overwatch League is the first league, the first effort to really tap into that. It's very exciting. That's interesting. So
6: how so- many people are on the team?
9: So each eSport is different. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Overwatch League, which is kind of the most relevant today, it's up to 12 players on a roster, but only six play at any one time. So oh, is that right? Six. So they
5: got six benchers, and then they got six <laughs> players. Well,
9: in case somebody goes down, yeah. right? They kind of have somebody to step in <laughs> if somebody gets hurt. Well, look, just like any other sport or competitive activity, there's matchups, right? Different players have different skills. Interesting. And oh. you, you try to optimize for the best combination of people on your side to play the best six guys on the or, or right. girls on the other side. Interesting. And so the, the depending on who we play, the the combination of people might be different. Interesting. That's interesting. Um, are there people who
2: are playing Overwatch? professionally at this
9: point yet Ari. Yeah, Overwatch League is the professional league for Overwatch. So there's 12 teams this year. Each team has between 10 and 12 players. So there's about 140, 150 professional Overwatch players in the world. And do the, is there enough money that they make that that they don't have to do other things? I guess it, I would I mean I guess
5: yeah, depends so, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it depends on what you're happy with. I
9: mean yeah, it depends on what you're happy with, but but certainly the minimum salary in Overwatch League is probably in excess of median individual income in the United States.
5: Wow! That's awesome. That
2: is awesome. (laughs) That's
9: awesome. So we we mentioned the championship, and that is going to be at the Barclays Center in New York,
2: right? Yep. Uh, Down the road. But we are right around the corner. This weekend is kind of when
9: the semifinals are happening that people can still get involved at this point and still watch the Valiant, right? That's right. In fact, we kick off our semifinals tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and that'll be at Blizzard Arena in Burbank, and you can watch it either on Disney XD or on Twitch, but on Friday we have our playoff parties. And so, like I said, this is the first geo-located team. This is the first time a city or a region can actually embrace an esports team as its own. And so we are going to every corner of our market with watch parties. We are bringing the content to you. That's awesome. So we're having parties in LA, at LA Beer Garden, in San Diego, at Cali Comfort Barbecue, in the Inland Empire, at Shot 20, uh, in Orange County, at Esports Arena, in Santa Ana. And so people can go to playoffs at LA Valiant com and still and still buy tickets and come out and enjoy the show we have some specials great value it's going to be a great time to see and experience esports
6: now they're going to be taking on a team from london does That's the right. team from london come out here or are they playing via satellite how does that work
9: great question and it's evolving in a really exciting way so all of the games in uh in overwatch league all of the games to this point have taken place in blizzard arena so you have a main stage and okay. there's six okay. people on one side and six on the other um, and And like like uh, Bean was saying, the finals will be in New York mm-hmm. in the future, uh, all of the teams so in a year or two, all of the teams will go to their home markets, so the London team will be in London and will be in l a and the Boston team will in Boston, and the teams will actually travel the world to play each other is that right so it is a truly global league with geolocated franchises that will have global travel logistics wow. but for for right now, everybody 's together in Burbank mm-hmm. creates a better you know uh, streaming or video experience it allows the league to kind of find its footing it allows the teams to work together and identify best practices and kind of build fandom in their own markets so that when we all return to our own markets that that fan community already exists and we can have vibrant season ticket and fan bases that come out at scale to see us play
2: all right Ari Siegel is the president and CEO of the LA Value. that is our team our Overwatch team and I have this question for you uh, do you have auditions for players
9: who want to try to go pro want to join your team one of the really exciting things about about eSports is how egalitarian the player selection process is. I don't is. know that word. Sorry. H- how <laughs> equal it is. Equal. Equal, right? Okay. So everybody has an opportunity to play. It's not like... Um, Ted Leontis was talking about this recently. You know, if you go and see a high school basketball game, you might see someone score 40 points and get 15 rebounds. And then the next year, they're the 12th man on the bench at Duke. And you say to yourself, what happened? Well, the quality of competition in high school, he was in some small Catholic league and the, the rest of the players weren't very good. The quality of competition creates this very difficult to gauge evaluation mm-hmm. um, area but in esports the product the access is global everybody's playing the same game everybody's connected by the internet and so because every single thing is captured all of the data every time you play is captured so if you're playing overwatch all that information is out there all that information you have is stats. out there you have a global ranking We know exactly how good you are in the entire world, and so outliers emerge. And then people like our CEO, Noah Winston, who, for my money, is the single best talent evaluator in the entire world, are able to understand how do you fit in those rankings and then – Based on the characters that you play or the particular skills that you have or where you really outperform the average player, how would you fit in as the next player to our roster? So
6: you could be sitting in your home playing, knock at the door, Noah's like, hey, been checking out your stats.
9: Not even knock at the door. I mean, it's the proverbial technologically enabled knock at the door. It's Boop. direct message. Oh my god, that's revisit. so freaking amazing! So we have we have players on been our, watching you. We, we have players on our team right now who a year ago were being, for example, homeschooled in Canada, and Noah identified them as a talent. Wow! Reached out to them through Discord or through agents or through other means, and now they're professional Overwatch players living in Los Angeles professionals as you know 18 year olds all right some kid in canada success.
6: says to their mom listen mom this guy noah dm me he wants to make me a star is it cool if i move to la and
9: he's got a yeah,
6: man. more or less right <laughs> he's a grown man mom it's gonna be fine <laughs> well, well, no, Noah's,
9: Noah's 20 Noah's 23 so by percentage he's quite a bit older than a lot of these That's guys true. all
2: right this
9: is this is crazy it's fascinating phenomenal. yeah it's right. fun-
2: fascinating
9: well we all were, right we were talking about this before before we went on air but it's It's a competitive experience just like anything else. You cheer, you eat. You eat, you drink, Mm -hmm. you wear your colors, you cheer for your team. You get to see people win and lose, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. It's just the way that people that are primarily 30 and younger are experiencing that today. It's very exciting.
2: (laughs) And if you're an Overwatch fan in particular, A, you love watching the game, but B, you're seeing people do stuff you can't do within the game.
9: You're seeing players who are better than you are, which is what makes it fun. And unlike traditional sports, more than 50% of the people who watch esports, the primary reason they do it is because it improves their own gameplay. Right? So think about all. So watch it and get tips or whatever, and figure you, you out. Know, you watch it and it. get tips, and then you go right and you play and you try to apply that thing you learned immediately. Now is it going to be on Twitch the whole time, or does it transfer to some other network at some point? Well, the, just last week, Overwatch League announced a partnership with Disney and ESPN, where all of the playoffs, and then next year, Overwatch League will be on a combination of. Of networks and stations from Disney, it'll be on Disney XD and ESPN three. The grand finals will be on ESPN and ESPN two. There will be uh, broadcast on ESPN three and Disney throughout next season. And so, people that are kind of more traditional cable subscribers will get to experience esports for the first time. And the production quality and the production know how that an ESPN or a Disney brings to sports entertainment will be integrated into that consumption experience, even for core fans. So people can still watch on Twitch. Twitch is the exclusive OTT, you know, over the top streaming part of Overwatch League outside of China, but it'll be on ESPN and Disney also.
6: Ari, my last question. Esports groupies. Yes. Are there?
9: Absolutely. Right. Yeah.
6: Oh, I love
9: it. That, that's uh, part of our sales pitch to the 18-year-old in Canada. Come be no professional get and get your get your groupies. We're going to going to have the best fans yeah. with Southern California. And, <laughs> and, and, and by the way, at our watch parties on Friday if you want to see some of the groupies, they'll be there in full force. Nice. Okay. Would, right. uh,
2: would your website lavaliant.com would that be the best kind of one-stop shopping for people to get all this information? I
9: would go to playoffs at lavaliant.com.
5: Playoffs at LAValiant.com.
9: Playoffs.LAValiant.com, yeah. Okay,
2: Okay, got it. And that's for the Overwatch League. The Season 1 semifinals are this week, and uh, it's going to go all the way through to the finals where the winning team will win a million dollars. Fascinating, right. I suspect we will be seeing you again. Thanks so much for stopping by the Kevin and Bean Show. Thank you guys so
7: much for having me. Go, Valiant. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-O-Q. Q.
2: Listen, Adam Carolla, I'm so happy you're on it. I'll tell you why in a second, but let me get the business taken care of first. Adam is uh, always doing his hilarious stand-up and live podcast tapings. He has one uh, coming up at the end of next week, Friday, July 27th, at the Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks. That's next on the calendar to see the Ace Man in person, available at Com. And we're also giving away tickets for your live podcast taping at the City National Grove of Anaheim, which isn't until November. But we have, for some reason, we have some of those today. So you can call right now if you want to see the Ace Man in November at 1-800 hundred five two zero one zero six seven callers twenty through twenty four to win and you can get your tickets at adamcarola.com for all the upcoming shows
1: all right adam we've known each other for how long now god almost uh, 25 years coming up on our 25th anniversary exactly and i found out something
2: about you just this week that i never knew about never heard about and i'm dying to talk to you about it and that is your third nipple <laughs> and um, that is, <gasps> I'm going I'm to awesome. say these words to you, Adam, Laszlo Gorog.
1: Yes, that was my grandfather.
2: Laszlo mm. Gorog was an Academy Award nominated screenwriter who I just found out this week was Adam Carolla's grandfather.
3: <laughs>
2: um, yes. Did, did you know him?
1: Uh, well, a couple of things. Yes, okay. I did. And I, I rarely say that to, uh, this to, uh, most of my male friends, but Dean, you got to start looking at more porn. You're <laughs> <laughs> using
3: that
1: Internet for all
2: the wrong things. Uh, first of all, he wrote The Mole People. He wrote Earth versus the Spider. I mean, this guy is right in my wheelhouse. I had no idea. And the reason I asked if you knew him is when you were first getting the inclination that you wanted to get into media, get out of construction and get into radio and TV and stuff like that, is he the type of person that you could have gone to for some sort of help, some sort of in in the
1: business? Well, so here's the Corolla family tree in a nutshell. All right. All I right. did not know my biological grandfather on either side. My dad's dad died when my dad was 18. And my biological grandfather on my mom's side basically left the family when my mom was an infant. Okay. Laszlo Gorog is my step-grandfather, okay. Hungary, who came... To United States during World War II, when Hitler was setting up, you know, gulags and death camps in Hungary, he fled a couple of years before. You know, he saw which way the wind was blowing. By the way, that's why we all got to move to Canada now. (laughs) (laughs) This would have been about 1938 Hungary. That's where we are right now. That is an outstanding point. Well, what I'm saying is, is everyone else in Budapest was like, where are you going, Laszlo? And he's like, I'm going to the United States to write the mold people so I don't get put in a death camp. And they're going, get out of here. <laughs> 1938. These are modern times. was going to make a death camp. All good. That's, so, that's funny. Yeah. So he he fled here. He became my step-grandfather. Okay. Because your grandma was a goer. Yes, and I that's why I grew up on goulash and chicken paprikash and no kettle and all this Hungarian food because he cooked and he loved food and the funniest thing about his life is he ended up in North Hollywood, California in the you know 60s and 70s the most boring place in the world. All he wanted was some like stuffed goose liver and paprikash and all this kind of stuff he couldn't find it anywhere. At a certain point on Laurel Canyon in North Hollywood, he saw a new building going up with a big sign above it that said "Der Wiener Schnitzel." Oh. And he thought, "Finally, I can get some schnitzel in this godforsaken town." And he ended up getting a corn dog. And then he died. Oh.
2: Oh. Uh, have you been to Hungary, Adam?
1: No, I hear it's magnificent, and I should. And he raised me, this guy. You know, my family are, are horrible flunkies. He actually fed me and raised me and took care of me. And I used to sleep at his house like three times a week. Is that so right? I uh, I have a great affection for Laszlo Gorok. Well,
2: I, I was just thinking, and I don't know how you know media works anymore. I don't know if there'd be any interest in this, but I would be fascinated to see a guy like you who has this background and this strong relationship with your Hungarian grandfather to go to the old country... And trace those footsteps and meet his people and meet other family members that you don't know about and, you know, get into the culture and just kind of explore. I think that would be like a really interesting. No, been, that would be been, a really. What?
6: Step grandfather.
2: I know, but it's still his, it's still related to not by blood, but you're still related to. I just think it'd be interesting to see. I'd love to see Adam's. 21st century perspective on going to Hungary and seeing his grandparents, you know, where his grandparents came from. I just think that's interesting.
5: Are we all making individual requests about right. him? what's happening? Because <laughs> I this- would like you to find someone with two
6: bungholes and interview him. I think that would be fascinating.
2: <laughs> I mean, a lot of people pitch well- a lot of shows to you, Adam. I just, <laughs> just throw it out what about there? you that's going all- back
5: to Hungary where that <laughs> right. your step grandpa came from. You could learn how to make paprikash
6: in the old villages. <laughs>
1: i'll have to put that stand-up special with dave Chappelle on hold go down to two bread and pick adam goes to the old country
3: <laughs> see it's
2: even got a title adam goes to the old country all right one more thing before you go and it's not about uh, your grandfather okay good francisco 323 texting in kevin and bean please ask adam what's the update on the k-rock documentary
1: uh, the update on the Rock doc is that we have, we've done probably 50 interviews, including uh, yourselves, obviously, mm-hmm. and Jimmy, and I think the aforementioned Imagine Dragons and everybody else. We're uh, putting together, we put together a sizzle reel, as they call it in the business. We're getting close to get out there and pitching it, but it's now on the back burner because of Adam Carolla goes to the old country.
3: Wait a minute, You a-hole!
1: Oh, that is so
2: unfortunate. Um, Adam, when is your stand-up comedy special that you just finished taping? When is that going to air? Because that's very exciting.
1: Uh, thank you, and I, I'm you know I shot it in Portland, and it's. Uh, Finished now, and we're right about to go out and sell it. I don't know where yet, but again, back burner because of the new right. project. Burner. Adam Kohl's listen,
5: listen, Adam, don't feel like you have to take Bean's suggestion and <laughs> it do it. It's just that. an idea. Don't just feel an like idea. you have to. That's that, all I've said. is what I'm saying. All right. You can go to
2: adamcorolla.com for all the upcoming live shows, including uh, a week from Friday at the Borderline Bar and Grill in Thousand Oaks. Tickets available just 25 bucks at AdamCorolla.com. And don't forget the show coming up in November as well at the City National Grove of Anaheim. All right. Anything else for us, Adam, before we say goodbye, sir? I'm
1: saying if you guys like Ace Corolla Live and you like hot goulash
7: talk, come on down to Borderline. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Adam. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K R O Q. All right,
2: Allie, Can you lay in this plane for us? Can we get enough altitude to get off the boat? <laughs>
6: I don't know. Let's <laughs> try. Did uh, we never discussed this? But did any of you read that Rolling Stone article on Johnny Depp? Yes. It was a lot.
2: It was a lot, right? Lot. It was just. Yeah. Uh, it was sad.
6: It was. It was very sad. But one thing you learned in it is that he was. Suing his former managers for about $25 million, saying that the reps at the management group spent millions of dollars without his permission. And then the management group filed a countersuit claiming that Depp was responsible for all his own financial woes. Court documents revealed that Johnny Depp spent $2 million plus per month on wine, homes, a yacht and staff. And he paid to blast Hunter S. Thompson's ashes from a cannon. And which I enjoyed in the article because he basically was like, "No, nah, it didn't happen that way." I I had a bigger canyon. It was canyon. It was even more expensive. And he said in the interview, "It's insulting to say I spent thirty thousand dollars on wine. It was far more." <laughs> it's
4: like, Holy crap! <laughs> it was. Yes,
6: it was quite the interview. But here's the thing: that trial was scheduled for August fifteenth. But Variety reports that the two sides had mediation over the weekend and they have reached a settlement so Johnny
3: Depp again
6: yes that uh that lawsuit has been settled we don't know obviously the turnout what happened but I guess that's good news
2: sure how did Johnny Depp continue to work after the assault on his wife Amber Heard when so many others without even physical assault have not been able to work afterwards it's a great question. It's a great question because he's not just working; he's in huge, high-profile movies like Fantastic Beasts.
6: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah,
2: It's just—it's weird that there's there seems to be some sort of double standard for him.
6: Yeah,
5: don't have the okay,
2: answer to that. I
6: back don't back either. You. Hmm. The
5: monkeys,
6: right? That's a good I'm going to tell you a little story about my favorite soccer player, a 19-year-old from France, Mbappe. Hey. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I did this story at 6 o'clock, and Omar said, Hey, if you do the story again, uh, I, I did a little something for it. Hey. That's it?
3: <laughs> That is it. Soul I think. was expecting so much. Mama said there'd be deals like this.
6: I was expecting so much more, and I'm so happy. Mbappe. I'm so happy. That's it.
5: So there was a stat before he played in the final of the amount of money that 19 year olds made right. in sports. Mm-hmm. And LeBron James was four million. Kevin Durant was about four million. Mbappe is making 20.4 million.
6: Yeah, it's not bad. Mbappe.
3: A A gift from the gods.
6: It's not bad, eh? Here's the thing. He wins the World Cup. He scores four goals. The kid is nineteen years old.
3: Yep. Braver than a bullfighter with no knickers on.
6: <laughs> Here's what he decides to do. He earns about twenty three thousand per game, and he announced that he will be donating his World Cup winnings to a charity that gives free sports instruction to hospitalized and disabled children in sports. That's, heroic stuff. That's yeah, awesome. He's been supporting this charity um, since 2017. And here's the part that I love so much. The article says, after talking with his folks, so he sat down with his parents and said, listen, here's what I'd like to do. And, of course, his parents were like, well, set some aside for What that. about us? They didn't say that, but... Here's the breakdown. He received a bonus of about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars after France won the tournament, and then donated all of the earnings—the twenty-three grand per game—to this charity, which comes out to be a little over half a million dollars. There you
3: see those tears? Look at them drops the size of pineapple chunks.
2: Mm-bop.
6: <laughs> he's great.
5: He is. He's and amazing. And I
6: love him so much. And
5: he's
3: 19. He's 19. That's not human. And it is not. It is superhuman. Mm. Mmm. Bop. A.
6: He was down there working on that and was like, if you do story again. <laughs> like, I really thought. You he thought it had st- like a whole theme song I or something? I thought he spent a lot of time. Yeah, have you met Omar? Yep. What you see? A. It's too much. It's all too much. Remember Rugrats?
5: No. Yes.
6: Come on, Bean. It ran for nine seasons.
2: I was not in the demo for Rugrats, and I hate cartoons, but I know that it existed.
6: Well, it was huge. It was 91 to 2004, and then they had three feature films that grossed over $200 million. No big whoop. Well, it's being revived at Viacom with a new Nickelodeon series as well as a feature film. So it will return to Nickelodeon with 26 episodes, and then the feature film Done with CGI in November of 2020. Rugrats, bitches! It's back!
0: <laughs> Come okay. on! I love
6: Rugrats. All right. All right. Just me? Chip.
5: Rugrats? Oh, yeah. All right. Bean? Still no. Still yeah. no? Still no. Still no. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure I if it changed. I don't think he changed his mind no? in the last 30 seconds. Okay. I'm guessing. Bop. Hey. God, I love it.
9: <laughs> That's the longest I've ever let a woman who I'm not sweeping with speak uninterrupted. You're welcome.
5: Mark
6: Maron! How uh, dare you? Is that from Glow? It is. That is good. This whole Nick Jonas, Priyanka Chopra thing.
3: It's yeah, real. It's, it's over it's now, happening.
6: right? No. But now? No. Uh, just over the weekend, they went on a double date with Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. They hit the town in London with Joe Jonas and his fiance Sophie Turner, and the foursome went to 34 Restaurant in Mayfair. Hey,
3: those Jonas brothers are assholes!
6: Here's the thing. So you then have to go to dinner with your brother, Joe, and then Kevin Jonas joined them as well. What the f***? That's what I'm saying. The brothers were over in England to support Joe's uh, band playing at Hyde Park. And then they all went to Paris... To see Beyonce and Jay-Z. She now has to hang out with the Jonas brothers.
1: It's well, it's not, not a plus just for her, but.
6: Nick. Yeah, it's a plus for them. They get to hang out with Priyanka Chopra. Sure.
1: You guys. Oh, Nick Jonas is so cute.
2: He is pretty cute. And then I saw on TMZ yesterday that uh, Nick and Joe were in Mexico, and there was a picture of them at the hotel where they got their photo taken with former porn star, Mary Carey, who was down there getting married. And there's a photo of all of them with her and her new husband and the Jonas Boys in Mexico. So I don't know what the Jonas Brothers are running from, but they are all over the globe
5: right now, man. <laughs> they're running from the authorities? <laughs> Maybe. Something's going on.
2: Wow.
6: It's a deep dive. Right? Into the Jonas Brothers. Good stuff. Some birthdays for mm-hmm. you. Hey. Not his birthday. Donald Sutherland, Billy Lord, Luke Bryan... And David Hasselhoff. Yeah,
3: hi, this is David Hasselhoff. Hey. Uh, listen, um, I wanted to figure out how to get tickets if I get down there. Uh, to tickets to, what? to... Yeah, but where do I? Where, where can I get them? I mean they're get like them what where is, right. is there what, what's them?
6: Is is there what?
3: Can I, can I come to your radio station tonight and pick up something or can I just go down there because come here yeah, like yeah. midnight.
6: Come here, for sure. Yeah,
3: and where, um, Do you think there's rooms at the Marriott available, do
6: you know? Usually, f- especially for a big event like this. They might be sold out. What event? Whatever he's talking Major about. Major fan of K-Rock. Huh.
3: I'd love to you know, I'll introduce the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay, we'll, okay. we'll keep an eye on that for you. <laughs> yes.
6: And that's what's happening.
5: Thank you, Allie. The SoCal helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home this afternoon at 5 p.m. on K-Rock. Tomorrow morning... And all new Kevin and Beanie Joe bird scooters. Are they ruining your life?
6: I got enough goddamn birds in my
5: life. <laughs> you don't need a scooter named after no. it. I don't. I, I don't know how people can be so upset about public transportation scooters.
6: Oh, because they're not left on your lawn.
2: Bean. It's litter. It's it's literally litter. Okay. Okay. So if, but if you
5: need a scooter, there's one. Within a few blocks of where you are, right? Sure. That's the goal of the thing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, Omar went camping. We talked a lot about this before we went on vacation, but he took on the great outdoors and apparently had to battle some animals. Oh. So we'll find out about that tomorrow, and we've got your passes for Comic-Con as well tomorrow morning on an all-new
7: Kevin and Bean Show. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. rock
0: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?